Welcome to the Agency Profit Podcast, a show dedicated to going deep space on agency operations, which is just as nerdy as it sounds. I'm your host, Marcel Petipoff. I'm the CEO of Parakeeto, a firm that helps digital and creative agencies measure and improve their profitability. Join me as I interview some of the smartest thought leaders and agency owners in our space and go deep into operations, metrics, and all the other things you need to get right so you can spend less time worrying about operations and more time executing on your vision. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Agency Profit Podcast. I'm very excited about today's episode. We have got somebody on the show today that has seen and built a lot of processes. He's dealt with a lot of employees, outsourcing. He is a serial entrepreneur. Can I call you that at this point, Nathan? I mean, yeah, you're back you're to back. To. <laughs> <laughs> he was the founder of a business that you've probably been a customer of. I know I have called FreeUp, which he started with just $5,000, scaled to $12 million in revenue and recently sold. And he's now the founder of a company called Outsource School, where he helps entrepreneurs outsource the things that are taking up their time and become successful leveraging freelancers to build their business. And he's here today to share with us the things that he's learned from not only helping people hire thousands and thousands of freelancers, but now today actually helping them build and document the processes that are making them successful. And a little fun fact about Nathan, like me, he's a big fan of The Office. So shout out to you, Nathan, for being an office person. I just finished my third lap of the show, I think last week, and I still get emotional on that last episode. How, how can I know, you know? I'm sad that they're, I have Netflix. That's how I watch it. So I think they're coming off Netflix at the end of the year. So I don't know what I'm going to do. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so with that, Nathan, I'm excited to have you on the show. I want to give you an opportunity to explain in your own words, you know, what you do, who you serve and uh, how you started outsource school. Yeah, I mean, I've been hiring virtual assistants for, for 10 plus years. And with my Amazon business, I, I mean, first of all, I struggled to hire college kids, which is how I got into the VA space to begin with. But I spent four or five years making every possible mistake that you could make hiring virtual assistants. And I wasted time, I wasted money. And I always wished that there was someone who just said, hey, here are the interview questions you ask. Here's how you run meetings. Here are things not to do. Here's how you prevent issues in the future. And I created a marketplace called FreeUp that provides VAs and freelancers and, and agencies and all of that. And once we sold it, people started reaching out and asking if we could help them and teach them our systems. And we've kind of thought about it as well. How do we build a community of entrepreneurs who get to skip that trial and error phase, where we get to accelerate them and, and get them to make good hires right away, but not just make good hires. We want to teach people how to do it quickly because I don't want to do four rounds of interviews. I don't want to interview a hundred people. I want to be able to equip efficiently, not only interview, but onboard our meetings, fire people, everything that goes into hiring as quick as possible. Then it comes down to SOPs. And we have a dream to build this big library of SOPs that once people know how to hire, they can just plug these into your business. You want to go on more podcasts, give this SOP to your virtual system. You want to have someone run your inbox, there's an SOP for that. And we also built a tool called Simply SOP to, to help people do that. And then lastly, it's all about reducing turnover and issues. So you got hiring, you got speed, you got SOPs, reducing turnover and issues, which is where our community and our support comes into play. And that's really the foundation of Outsource School and enrolling in Outsource School and being part of our community. 
I love what you're doing, Nathan, because I think we've all, I mean, most of the people listening to the show, if you're anything like me, I, I mean, I've had some VAs that didn't work out. And I've also had some tasks that I did way longer than I should have because the overwhelm of, you know, the work I had to do to get it off my plate felt like it was more than it was worth it for the time saving I was getting on the other end. And that was wrong most of the time. And once I got that thing off my plate, all the hoops I had to jump through were worth it. But what I love but what you're doing here is you're taking that, the, the energy of activation. I, I guess that's the best way I can describe it. The one thing I remember from chemistry class in high school, right? It's the amount of work that it takes to finally get that process documented and working in somebody else, in somebody else's responsibility sphere. You're making that a lot easier. You're making that hump a lot smaller to get over. So I'm curious to jump into, you know, just some of the stuff that you learned from scaling free up. Cause I mean, you would have seen thousands and thousands and thousands of people hiring freelancers and you would have seen what did work and what didn't work. What were some of the big mistakes that you saw a lot of people making when they started trying to outsource things? Yeah. So I'm going to start off with a huge tip. And if you take anything away from this podcast, it should be this, because this is what most entrepreneurs mess up. So there's four parts of hiring. You've got interviewing, you've got onboarding, you've got training, and you've got managing. And most entrepreneurs, they know you have to interview people, they know you have to train them, they know you have to manage them, but the onboarding is where people mess up. And I'll give you an example. Let's say that you interview Jane from the Philippines. You wanna hire Jane for five bucks an hour. The average entrepreneur, average agency owner goes to Jane and says, Jane, that was a great interview. I wanna hire you for five bucks an hour. Let's get started on Monday. What we give at Outsource School is a process in between the interviewing and the training where we go to Jane and we say, hey, Jane, that was a great interview. I want to hire you at five bucks an hour. But first, let's go through what we call our sick onboarding method, S-I-C-C. We're going to go through rate and bonuses and raises and make sure that they're 100% good with the pay because we don't want to hire them if, if they're expecting to double their pay in a year and we only give a dollar raises every year. That, that's not going to blow up on us now that's going to blow up on us in a year. So we'll go through that. But then we go through SIP, which is schedule issues, communication, and culture. And for schedule, we want to know what other clients she has. Is she already working 100 hours a week? Is there any overlap? And for issues, we want to go through the common issues that people have with VAs, which is personal, weather, internet, computer, power. And we want to know how often they have each issue, what the backup plan is for each issue, and how they're going to communicate each issue because they can't just disappear for four days and say, hey, my internet's back. They have to let us know what's going on. So we go through that. We go through the tools we use for communication, make sure that they actually like the tools, know how to use them and are good with our methods and culture. We make sure they're a good fit and they know that no matter how good they are, they're not, they, they can't work here if they're not a good culture fit. So this is a 20 to 30 minute meeting. It's not a four hour meeting. Everything we do is, is fast and efficient but we give them a chance to back out at the end of it. And this 20 to 30 minutes is the best investment that you can make before a hire because it saves hours, thousands of dollars down the line when your expectations are in line. They don't like the job. They don't know what they're getting into. They don't like the tools you use, whatever it is, or all those issues that you hear about the nightmare stories of VA. So if you take anything away from this podcast, make sure you have an onboarding process before the training begins. Do you want some free resources to help you measure and improve your profitability? If you do, then I want to tell you about our agency profitability toolkit, which you can grab absolutely free in the show notes or by heading to parakeeto.com forward slash toolkit. It's packed with training videos, cheat sheets, 
templates, and all kinds of other great resources to help you start measuring and improving the essential metrics that are going to drive better profitability in your business. And it's helped thousands of other agencies around the world do the same. So I want to encourage you to go and grab a copy of that. And if you'd rather get in the fast lane and just have our team of experts guide you through the process of measuring and improving your profitability, then I want to encourage you to apply for a consultation at parakeeto.com. And with that, I want to thank you again for tuning in. I hope you enjoy the episode and I'll let you get back to it. So when it comes to thinking about the priority, right, what, what are some of the thought processes that we should go through to identify, you know, we've got all these things on our plate. What are the right ones to start taking off our plate and outsourcing? How should we think through that decision-making process? So the two things that, that I've outsourced first in all my businesses are bookkeeping and my inbox. So for bookkeeping, I'm not good at bookkeeping. If I do it, it's just going to have to get redone anyway. And if I do my bookkeeping, that's time I'm not spending doing sales, doing marketing, doing expansion. Bookkeeping is not actually making me money. So that's one of the first things I want off my plate. I also want to get accurate reports, especially in the first year of my business, so I can make business decisions based on accurate numbers, which is incredibly important. On the flip side of that, I, I like to have a VA run my inbox. This is kind of a trick. I, I, we have an inbox management playbook that's one of our most popular playbooks among our members because my most productive time of the day is between like 7 and 9 a.m., 7 and 10 a.m. when I first wake up. So if I wake up and I spend an hour or two in my inbox, I'm losing my most productive time. The rest of my day is a little bit delayed. I want to have a VA wake up before me clear out my inbox, leave any important emails for me. I wake up, I respond to an email or two, hit the ground running. And that same VA can book the meetings, they can do other small tasks for you as well. But it's all about making sure that your focus, your time, especially early on in your business, especially when you're making your first hires, is focused on the right things, which is the sales, the growth, the marketing, the expansion, the stuff you should be doing as a business owner. And Neither of these are full-time roles to start for most businesses. My bookkeeper, it can be five hours a month. I've done that before. And the VA could be an hour or two a day. So five to 10 hours a week. And just that alone is going to help keep you focused on what you should be focused on. I, the inbox is one that I don't think enough people really take the time to consider because it seems like such an overwhelming thing. It seems like such an impossible thing to outsource, but it really isn't when you, especially when you have a, a nice SOP to follow, but the amount of time that that can save you, man, it's crazy. And I see a lot of folks holding off until late to do this. And it's crazy to me because it's like, if you had an office building, you have a receptionist usually, right? You wouldn't just let anybody off the street walk into your office and be like, hey, what's up? And sit down and start talking to you. But when you don't have somebody in front of your inbox, that's essentially what's going on. Anybody can just drop in there and monopolize your time. So I love that one. And it's something to pay attention to. If you are doing you know, any significant amount of revenue in your business, start considering getting your inbox handled by a VA. And I promise you, it will buy back like very, very valuable chunks of time throughout your week. Yeah, I mean, you're totally right. And then it kind of brings you to the fun stuff, which I like to do. Once you kind of get your focus going, then you can actually hire VAs for ROI generating tasks and mm. even add a trial and error component. Because let's take lead generation, for example. There's a million ways to do lead generation. We have our lead generation formula. It's great. You can tweak it to make it your own. But there's a certain element of trial and error. You're not going to hire a VA for three hours and they're going to get you a ton of leads and your business just grows. It's usually not how it works. But there's other ways to do trial and error too. You can use virtual assistants to set up affiliates, to go after partnerships, to get you on podcasts or speaking opportunities. So once you have a VA at your side to help you focus on the marketing and the sales side, even though it's less 
Um, it's less like straight up success and failure. Like an inbox VA, they either do a great job or they don't. Lead gen takes some tweaking and some feedback and some working together. But to me, that's the fun part of growing a business. I mean, we scaled free up to eight figures in four years without spending any money on ads because we had an incredible virtual assistant marketing team that's running our partnerships, setting up networking calls, going after potential clients, potential influencers. We have an influencer playbook, getting me on podcasts and other, when I say podcasts, it could also be uh, webinars, Facebook lives, other stuff like that. And really doing research to figure out what audiences would be good for your product, for your service. And to me, that, that's the fun part. But if you don't master the fundamentals, if you don't get out of what you shouldn't be doing in your business, you can't even focus on the fun stuff. I want to set a little context for everyone um, that's listening. When we're talking about paying people $5 an hour, $8 an hour, we're talking about hiring people, you know, offshore, mostly in the Philippines. I know Nathan, you're a huge fan of hiring VAs from the Philippines. That's been, you know, a big focus. I, I know when I use FreeUp, that's where most of the freelancers that we hired came from and they were great. What is it about the Philippines that you like so much and, and you know, why is that such a thing for you? Yeah. So a few points before we go into that. So you can take everything we talked about and apply it to hire people, US, non-US, wherever you want. We have plenty of members of Outsource School who use our meeting templates on their US employees. They use their interview process on US employees. So all that stuff applies. And there are plenty of good VAs in lots of different countries and you don't necessarily have to pay them bottom dollar. I mean, we had VAs at FreeUp that were making over 20 bucks an hour. When we sold FreeUp, we took $500,000 from the sale and gave it to our internal team in the Philippines. So you don't need to treat people poorly, but it doesn't take much to give them a better opportunity than they would normally have. The minimum wage in the Philippines is $12 a day, not an hour, a day. So paying them five bucks an hour, eight bucks an hour, 10 bucks an hour, while they can also work from home, not to drive from work, be with their family, all that kind of stuff is a really great opportunity that you can create a win-win for both sides. Now, the other side of it is as someone who, people listening, if you're going to hire virtual assistants for the first time, don't go out and hire two people from the Philippines, two people from India, two people from South Africa. You're just adding a lot of extra work to your plate. There are going to be cultural differences, things that you're going to have to learn, adjustments you're going to have to make. And you should just start with one place. It doesn't have to be the Philippines, but in my opinion, the Philippines is a great place to start if you are going to start with one place. They speak English at a high level, which is something that's great for someone like me who only speaks English. They are used to working US hours. That doesn't mean that every single VA you hire needs to work nine to five. I like the hybrid where they're on in the morning and then they get four hours flexible um, later on in the day. Um, but you, you, you also get people that are all about family, which is fantastic. I'm all about family, but most more importantly, inside your team, you want them to be a family with reduced turnover, which helps your business. So I could go on and on if, for people that sign up for a free trial of Outsource School. We have a hiring from the Philippines 101 video that a lot of people like where I just teach you everything I've learned from 10 years in, in hiring from the Philippines. Um, but yeah, I mean, the, the, it's a great place to start, but everything we teach can be applied for wherever. And I mean, I have a graphic designer in India. That's fantastic. There's exceptions to the rule, but I prefer hiring from the Philippines. Awesome. So with that, I want to move on to something else that I think is a little bit interesting here, which is this idea of, you know, the freelance economy and the way that work is changing and where you see that heading over the next few years, because I think we're seeing a big shift, especially with COVID happening right now, where everyone's kind of working from home and we're seeing, you know, jobs kind of become way more fractional and we're seeing careers become way more project based than they are, you know, career 
or job to job based. So what's your thought on kind of at a macro level where this is headed and where freelancing and outsourcing is headed over the next few years? Yeah. So, I mean, I, I think it's only going up, right? I mean, you have all these people that thought their nine to five job was really secure and then they realize it's not as secure as you think it is. I mean, more and more people are going to business for themselves. They're freelancing. They're, they're realizing that having multiple different clients is a good thing. And on the flip side, employers or clients, they're realizing, Hey, I don't need to hire everyone for 40 hours a week. I don't need a video editor full time. Like you, it gives you a lot of flexibility and not have to hire people in your town or the towns around you and get access to talent all over the world. So, I mean, I think it's only going up. I think if you're an entrepreneur and you're not taking advantage of outsourcing, you're not hiring VAs or freelancers, your competitors have a huge competitive advantage, the ones that are. So I think it is the trend. That's one of the reasons that, that I'm really excited and my business partner is really excited about outsource school. It's, it's something that not enough people are talking about. A lot of people are focused on the marketing tactics, the, the finances, all, all these different strategies. But at the end of the day, you don't need necessarily a unique business model, but you do need to be able to hire really good players consistently and keep them around. And that's what's going to end up making the difference for a lot of businesses over the next 10 years. Yeah. I mean, I'm seeing the same thing happen. And I think, you know, even within the agency space, we're seeing the core team kind of become smaller and a lot more elastic workforce to just deal with the ebbs and flows that, uh, that are happening in the market. You know, work is up, work is down, and it just doesn't make a whole lot of sense to have a massive team that you have to keep utilized all the time just to get a return on that investment. So it makes sense to start breaking those roles down into more fractional ones and, and keep things a little bit more flexible from that perspective. So with all of that, Nathan, what final words of advice do you have for those that are listening that maybe their inbox isn't managed yet? Maybe they're still doing uh, a bunch of stuff that really they shouldn't be doing, managing their finances, booking their own meetings. What advice do you have for those folks that you know, might be foraying into hiring a virtual assistant for the first time? Yeah, start with five hours a week. My goal for everyone who's never hired a virtual assistant before is figure out how do I get five hours a week back? You can always increase it later. You can even start with less than five hours, but five hours is a great place to start. That's 260 hours a year. It's going to cost you about 1300 bucks to get six and a half weeks of your year back. And you can start small, start with your easiest tasks, start with stuff that if they mess up, it's not going to drive your business into the ground. Um, and, and that's the, the starting point because from there, you're going to learn a lot. It's going to get addicting. It's going to get fun. And if people want help, we'd love to help with that sort of goal. That is some great math. Let's think about that for a second. $1,300 to get six and a half weeks of your life back. That's a pretty powerful thought exercise. So with all of that, for those that are interested in learning more from you, Nathan, learning more about Outsource Score, where can they find you online? Yeah. So if you want to make it easy and get all of my systems, all of my SOPs, our software, our community, our support, go to outsourceschool.com slash enroll. We have a coupon just for you guys. Agency profit will save you 20% on becoming an outsource school insider. You get access to all of our stuff. You get access to live coaching calls, plus every new SOP we come out with. We come out with new ones every single week. So outsourceschool.com slash enroll coupon agency profit. Is it profit or profits? Ah, profits. Yeah. Profits. <laughs> All right. Awesome, guys. So, so there you have it. Head on over to Outsource School. Like Nathan mentioned, he was kind enough to create a coupon code just for us, everyone that's listening to the show. So you get 20% off after a 14-day free trial. So you can go and check it out. And you know how much? How often do we talk about processes and SOPs on the show? I, pretty much every episode, right? So if that's still something that you're struggling with, 
um, this is a great opportunity to go find a tool that is going to be helpful with that. So we'll leave links to all that stuff in the show notes as well as some links on where you can follow Nathan and the content that he's posting on social media and the different podcasts that he's appearing on. I mean, you're all over the place, Nathan, always talking about this stuff, always sharing insights. So if you're listening and you want to follow some of that stuff, just check out the show notes. And with all that, Nathan, thank you so much for coming on the show and dropping knowledge bombs. We really appreciate your time. Thanks so much for having Well, that's all for today's episode. Be sure to subscribe to the show if you want to make sure to be kept up to date when we release a new show. And of course, check out Parakeeto.com if you want to dive deeper into our library of resources to improve your profitability, including our free agency profitability toolkit. And of course, if you got some value from today's episode and you think somebody else might benefit from hearing it, be sure to share it with them or leave us a review. All of those things help us impact more agency owners. So with that, thanks again for tuning in and I'll see you on the next episode. Amen.